Hello and welcome to the box. This call is nightly at 11.50 p.m. East Coast time. And we are here to help turn fantasies into reality here in the box. Open-minded adults of all genders, orientations, and lifestyles can acknowledge and explore their dreams and fantasies mild to wild without fear of judgment or shame. What do we all have in common? We want to be able to live free. Buckle in. Let's have some fun. Every time I hear Tandy say buckle in and let's have some fun, I start, I get this tingle. <laughs> I'm thinking that um, you're talking about my pussy, but you're really not, you're, you're not talking about my pussy, right? You're not trying to buckle that in, right? <laughs> oh, I do know something about forced chastity. <laughs> That's but a whole no. other level. Listen, <laughs> welcome everyone. This is your girl Secrets with the box, and tonight we are so super excited to be graced with the presence of our, our slutty slutty um, Tandy talking about super sex after sixty. So, without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to Tandy, and let's get started. Excellent, excellent. First thing I have to ask everybody is, does the topic just make you go yuck? Because you're thinking about your parents, your grandparents getting frisky. (laughs) That's what it sounds like to a lot of people. Well, if you're already over 60, then plenty of time to keep getting frisky. If you're under 60, like I think both you ladies are, um, uh, that I've talked to already tonight, um, you're going to get older. There is no question about that. Your only choice is to get older or to die, and that's not the plan you want. So what I'm going to talk to you about tonight is I'm going to give you a few facts. But then um, I'm going to ask you some questions, and we'll see where we go from the answers you get. Um, But one thing I want to say first, there is no one right way to lead your life, not your sexual life, not your life, period. Some folks over 60 may not have any interest in physical expressions of their sexuality at all, just like some young folks do. Some may not be physically able to express themselves physically, just like some young people can't. That is absolutely okay. You have the freedom to choose your way. Personally, I think that um, your sexuality is in your mind and your spirit anyway. All the outside stuff is just the fun and the games and the drama (laughs) that we use to express, you know, that mind sexuality. So, um, uh, callers, what I want to know is when do you think most people stop? having sex. Don't stress too much about what I mean by sex. You you know what I mean. When do most people stop doing it? What do you think? Hey, everybody. This is your girl, Alexis. I have been told many times by men, sex stops after they get married. <laughs> not the same anymore. Which is they may have married the wrong person. 
that's funny. That's funny. Not funny, but it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Secret? <laughs> and you know, and and it's funny she said that because I was saying to myself that is what a lot of people say. A lot of guys say, "Hell, the sex stop when we got married." But as yeah. in reference to age, I would have to say that I you well the first thing in reference to when you said super sex after sixty, I wasn't thinking about my parents. I was actually thinking about hell yeah, I want to hear this because I used to hear like oh after forty forty five. Women are not really as into sex, and I know the world has changed so much. So now I'm eager to hear about how when I'm 70, 80, I'm still going to bust it. So I'm excited about that. And I think normally after people get 45, 50, I think the world thinks people are not as sexual. Yeah. And that's definitely not true for me, but, you know, unfortunately for some people maybe. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you current statistics, but let me tell you one okay. story first. When I was a little girl, my mom was the bookkeeper for California Christian Home for the Aged. So it was an old okay. folks home. And those old folks, they had so many shotgun weddings while my mom worked there because they, and it was a Christian home too. These old folks would be sneaking into each other's rooms after dark and going at it. And that was decades ago. So um, uh, (laughs) just nobody ever wanted to talk about it. But anyway, there's a a 10 year old study. uh, So uh, scientific published, you know, good research on this shows that the majority of senior citizens are sexually active way into their 70s. 54% of those who are between 75 and 85 years old report having vaginal intercourse, so regular straight-on fucking, uh, two to three times a month. Almost 25% of them do it at least once a week or more. 31, 31% of the people between 75 and 85 report that they've had either gotten or given oral sex within the last month. Okay? And half of the men in this age group and a quarter of the women masturbate okay so that's what they're actually doing they're doing that um but think about porn too and and we're going to talk about porn um on the box next week but Pornhub um reports that for older users they're about the same percentage on their porn site as they are across the whole internet So people over 55 are 11% of Pornhub's users. Folks between 55 and 64 are so likely to search for mature amateur or hot granny, too, which I just think is really funny. So what that means is that older folks find other older folks attractive. It's not just looking for those, you know, young bimbos or those hot studly people. However, if you look on um, my Facebook page, um, 
uh, I put the model for Hot Octopus on there, and uh, I would definitely be interested in, in him. So anyway, mm. old folks are still doing it. Guys, they're really interested, and they're still doing it. Um, but what do you think might stop people from having sex when they get older? Why do you think we have that idea that they stop having sex? I think this is secrets. I think a couple of things. One, I think some people are not as excited. Um, they may not feel sexy anymore. I think like a lot of times, especially if somebody's in a relationship um, and the person's not saying, oh, you look, you're sexy, you, I really want you, people just feel like they're losing it. And another thing for someone that may be single or not in a relationship, people have a connotation that after a certain age that they're old and nobody wants them. So I think the mindset and the thoughts in reference to not feeling sexy or feeling that you're too old or that someone doesn't want you. Mhm. Mhm. How about you, Alexis? What do you think? Um. In all honesty, I don't really think that people do stop having sex. I do think I will speak for my own generation. Um. We are very well versed in how babies get here from an early age thanks to education through the public schools. All I have to say is, for me personally, the reason why I stop thinking people older generations stop having sex is I don't want to know. As far as I'm concerned, my parents didn't have sex to have me. I got here from a stork from Dumbo. (laughs) Okay, I still do not want to think about any of my family members doing it to give me my cousins. I do not want to think about my parents doing it to give me my younger sister. As far as I'm concerned, we all got here through some puny little bird flying with a bundle in his beak. That is funny. That is funny. But that's why I started out by saying your generation is going to get old. So is that the mindset that you want to take forward? Or do you want to change it? Because we can change it. By the way, a big advantage for women, at least, about their sexuality when they get older, you don't have to worry about birth control anymore. That is really (laughs) freeing for a lot of people. Um, It really is. And um, that's one of the reasons that old folks have so many STIs, uh, because they're not using protection, because they're not, you know, worried about having babies. Um, But plus, we just think we're invincible. But um, that's funny. (laughs) Well, um, uh, like secrets, I personally think that the biggest thing that changes is just people's attitude. But we do have to admit that there are some physical changes, too. Um, Leonard Cohen has a uh, phrase in one of his songs um, that says, I hurt in the places that I used to play. And yeah, at a certain point, it's just not going to work to flip your legs back over your, you know, your ankles over your head and stuff like that. Um, uh, You know, we get older, we're stiffer, that sort of thing. Um, But people who are healthy 
of course, have much better um, sex lives than people who have some of those challenges, but nobody has to stop unless they want to. Um, The other thing that's nice about kind of being old is you can choose to be discreet if you want to. Obviously, that may not be my style. Um, But you can be discreet. You can be sick. But you don't have to worry about disappointing your parents or what would the neighbors think or anything like that. It's just, wow, it's my life. I'm going to do what I want. And not that many young women really have that attitude. You sort of have to grow into that, if that makes sense. So Mm -hmm. um, the secrets, think about it. Think about the difference in your confidence level. You might have been a hot young thing, um, sounds Mm -hmm. like you were, but you're a different kind of hot thing now, aren't Mm you? You kind of own that power. And, um, and that mind power doesn't go away. So what if you're a little less flexible? So what if you've got a few more pounds, you know, or something mm-hmm. like that? And um, anyway, that's it. Um, now, I will tell you, for men, the biggest thing that men worry about, um, and when I say men, I mean pe- people with penises. They may be non-binary, uh, that's true, but people with penises, um, one of the big things they worry about <laughs> is always that penis, right? Is it big enough? Mm-hmm. Is it small enough? Is it whatever? Um, the truth is um, that all people with penises eventually have some level of difficulty getting hard, staying hard. It's about, oh, 10% per decade it increases. So 50-year-olds, about 50% have some sort of difficulty. 60-year-olds, about 60%. 70-year-olds, about 70 But what's amazing is that they all start worrying about that, like when they're barely out of their teens, right? Mm -hmm. So um, um, fear, they have this big fear, and actually the fear is more of a problem than actually what their dick's doing. Um, Now, there are drugs, of course, like Viagra and the others, um, and they make it easier for you to um, get hard and stay hard. In fact, many young guys um, have started using that, which may or may not be a good idea. Anyway, all that those drugs do (laughs) is they relax the muscles and the arteries so that when you're aroused, all the blood can get into that cock. About 20% of American men now, um, people with penises, um, uh, take some sort of drug like that just to enhance their erection. So what I want to (laughs) say, men and women and everyone who interacts like this, absolutely your choice. If you decide to take meds, wonderful. That's what they're there for, to enhance your experience and make you feel better. But I suggest that people at least try to experiment with a couple of other options first. The first one, 
cock rings. Uh, mm-hmm. Ladies, do you both know what cock rings are? Um, mm-hmm, um, definitely. Yeah, they have very simple ones that look kind of like a ponytail holder. They have some that are you actually strap on, you know, and and you like um, enclose them. Anyway, all sorts of different styles, and some of them are fancy, so they also stimulate your partner while you're using them. But you get the blood in, you put the strap on, and the blood can't get out. So it stays Mm. hard. Mm. The other thing, we just call it good old-fashioned fluffing, I guess. A partner can learn to stroke a cock in the most beneficial way. And I have been told um, by the penis owners that it feels just amazing. All All that blood in the cock, it comes up, it comes into it um, on two of the sides, and it goes out on the other two sides. So if your partner learns to use their fingers and or their mouth to encourage the blood that's coming in, and then you hold it down at the bottom so that the blood can't go out, you have just... Mm made that cock hard, you know, Mm. so that is super cool. And it will pretty much stay that way. Um, The other thing, this one also is kind of cool. That hot octopus guy who I don't know, I just think he's just uh, really good looking. Hot octopus is a sex toy company. And one of the things that they um, invented, I think they actually invented it. It's a vibrator for men and it wraps around the penis so you can put it onto a flaccid onto a soft penis and then um, it does its thing many men can have their orgasms even if they don't get an erection and if they're using that particular style of vibrator their partner can also be up against them, you know, just like any time that you share a vibrator. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, so um, a partner can do the same thing. It's just more work. It's easier if you have a vibrator. But what men need to learn, they need to just accept this as they're the ones that are concentrating on how hard that cock is. They're the ones that have all this imagery and all this social pressure. They can have their orgasms, whether their cock gets hard or not. Ask anybody that's into tantric practices. They have orgasms without even using their hands or their body. It's all through the breath and the mind. Um, um, Mm -hmm. And I know from personal experience that um, men who are just, they're devastated, they've lost their erection, they don't think anything can happen. (laughs) Give them a little time with me, and wow, they are surprised when they are able to come and even ejaculate, I mean, come, ejaculate. They have their orgasm and they ejaculate. That can be done Mm. from a soft cock. There's no reason not to. Because where's your sexual control? 
secrets. I know you know the answer to that. Where's mm-hmm. your sexual power? It's in your mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that worry about the, the cock not working mm-hmm. well is probably the biggest thing that older men worry about. Um, mm-hmm. um, but the other thing is just performance anxiety. That's the biggest killer uh, for men across the, the whole age group. Um, Alexis, you were saying something. I didn't hear you. It actually is kind of interesting that you mentioned um, drugs because my sister is a pharmacist. And when she used to work for a particular company, they put her in an area where there were a lot of older folks. And she came home one day and she literally told me, guess how many Viagra prescriptions I filled today? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sitting there with this look on my face like, do I really need to know? And apparently someone got very upset because his insurance company would only cover a certain amount of pills. And apparently he got himself a new girlfriend. And he wanted to perform for her. So he wanted to, I guess, purchase extra pills. And I don't want to mention how much it is. But, my God, the price on the pills is astronomical. So I guess now older people really do need to listen to your tips, Tandy. Because otherwise they might have to, I don't know, stagger out the pills. (laughs) Yeah, you just have to ration it. That's really funny. If you look at a website for the, um, not not the pharmaceutical companies, but like for CVS, you can look up Viagra and they'll tell you what percentage of their pills are sold to what age. And as I said, some men start taking it really young. Um, but it's it's a big ego thing. Um, my uh, steady partner is just so proud of himself because he has never used a pill. And because mm. uh, I'm here, he may possibly never well, yeah, ever of course. Why would you need that? Um, but uh, it's nothing to be ashamed of. And But I do think it's interesting that men have a pill to make sex easier for them. Mm. Women are just told to kind of buck up. If it doesn't feel good, well, too bad. You know, if you're not having orgasms, too bad. So um, that's another place where um, people without penises (laughs) need to start sort of talking up for this. We deserve to have, you know, our needs met um, too. Um, I mean, why why's it been so hard to get, for instance, um, the pill legal? But as soon as they had a way for, you know, men to stay hard, wow, that's out there. So this is just really important to people. This is, this mm-hmm. is our identity. It's part of who we are. And um, just remember, there's no one right way to do it. It's going to be a little different for everybody. That's why freedom is so important to us. I want to tell you that for um, older women, I really think that women 
have an advantage as they age because they step into their power. They're more mature. They're, um, they're not as worried about other people, though that never, ever goes away. Um, and, uh, frankly, once you don't have to worry about birth control and other things, your body's just freer. But um, the number one problem uh, from the study that most women report is entirely preventable. And that's that they don't have natural vaginal lubrication. And you may not like it. Uh, hearing this, our men uh, listeners may not like hearing this, but I think that that problem rests almost entirely on the people with penises. And let me tell you why. Even young, healthy women getting all creamy and wet is still kind of hit and miss. For females, the evidence, you know, when they go in with cameras and equipment to test you inside, women can get, can you hear me? I shut my thing. Yes, yes, go ahead. Yes, Tandy, we're going to go to break. I think we have a technical difficulty, and we'll be right back. This is Secrets with the Box, calling all sapiosexuals. All open-minded people and all people that want to live free. I am so super excited about the opportunity that we all have. And for more information, you got to get connected. Also, check out our website with a lot of updates. Go to the store and shop. Get your T-shirt, get your panties, and get all those sexy, cute things. And take a picture. Send to us. Let us know that you're with us. And guess what? We have more gifts and stuff for you. That sounds hot, Secrets. Can you hear me again? Yes, ma'am. Welcome back. Okay. So what um, I'm going to go right into this because then I need to ask again you ladies a question. Um, go ahead. you got 19 so minutes. Let's go. Okay. So what I was saying is even young, healthy women, you know, they haven't gone through menopause. They don't have any problems. Um, the The – Physical evidence shows that sometimes they get all wet and creamy inside when they are not even aroused at all. Other times, you might be like so aroused, you're practically growling for sex, right? But you just don't lube up inside. It's just kind of hit and miss. And some people will get um, uh, wet after they've been penetrated. Well, cool. That's lovely. That's wonderful. But until you get penetrated, that means sometimes you're getting fingered or poked or whatever. And um, I don't know, it might just be annoying or irritating or even painful. Um, The solution, always the solution is lube. It's easy to get. It's cheap. It's fun. Um, um, if you don't have the store-bought stuff, there's plenty of things you can use probably at home. Uh, just make sure you don't get something that interferes with your condoms if you use condoms. And there is good old spit, okay? So lube mm-hmm. always, always works. So why doesn't everybody use it? And this is can, one. Mm-hmm. Or, or you can just use um, a water bottle that's, 
<laughs> that you can squeeze. That was once you said me. It's kind of scarring to me, but apparently it works. You just get a water bottle, the squeezable kind. Yeah. And you could just squeeze water up on in there. All you need, yeah. That's why many of us masturbate in the shower. You know, it's just the water and the steam. So, yeah, all you need is some moisture. And um, um, But I think for a lot of men, it's kind of an ego thing. People with penises, it's an ego thing. They think sometimes, and fellows, if I sound harsh on you, that's who Tandy is. I love you guys. Much prefer people with penises, but I'm not going to give you a break in this world. Um, um, some men think they are so glorious that every woman is just going to go all creamy just because they get close. And um, uh, so they're insulted if a woman says she needs some lube. Other women feel shamed. It's like, oh, I can't tell him or her. They don't want to tell their partner that they need lube because it makes them feel like they're not sexy enough. So what can I say? Get over it. (laughs) Just Mm -hmm. get over it. (laughs) Lube makes everything better. It's like butter makes everything better. Lube makes everything better. Now, the other thing I will say, again, about people with penises, some of them prefer the feel without any lubrication. Um, sometimes they just like the feel because it's rough. Sometimes it's a cultural thing. In some cultures, it's just kind of preferred that the women be dry on the inside. Well, cool. I'm glad that makes the men feel good. But how does it make the people with vaginas feel? You know, um, if it's painful, if it's annoying, why do you think so many women are glad to give it up? Okay? So, um, um Yeah, just do it. Um, All I can say is um, ask your partner. Just, you know, if you're with somebody new, if you're with someone you know, feel free to just bring it in. But just ask how they like it. Make sure it's always available. Um, The um, I'm sure those Sex in the City ladies always carried some lube in their handbags. Um, This is extra, extra, extra important for anal sex. Asses don't lubricate on their own. There's nothing there to lubricate them. Now, it's fine if you like the feel of it just raw back there. It can feel incredibly good. But for most people, let's be honest, um, um, lube is going to help. And that's whether it's a penis going in or it's a dildo or whatever. So um, what I suggest to everyone out there is just assume lube should always be used unless your partner just begs you not to use it. Does that make sense, guys? So, um, all right. So what's your experience? Are you a lube or a not lube person? Secrets? What do you like? You know what? I can go either or. A lot of times if I'm super excited, it just depends on who it is. I've been with guys and shit. I've never needed lube. Like, shit, it's just because of him and the mm-hmm. mind fuck. Like, shit, I'm always ready. Like, oh, gosh. 
I, I'm, I'm more excited than anything. And then I've, I've been with guys that I'm attracted to them, but I need to live up. And like you just said, sometimes, you know, he may feel like, you know, he'll go down and he'll wet it up. But, you know, he's like, we are, are we all right? We good? And it's not that I'm not, like, attracted to him or anything like that. It's just that, you know, maybe maybe it was me. Maybe it was the timing. So so both. It just depends on the situation and the person. Yeah. But I'm all for whatever whatever's going to make sure it's a fucking amazing experience, too. That's so I'm, right. I'm cool and, with Lou, I, and I always have it. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> the way you handle that. Absolutely. You just always have it. 911, I got you. Always. Yeah, and uh, if you are of childbearing age or if you do practice, you know, safer sex, I cannot believe that any modern woman, if she wants condoms used, then why don't you have them in your wallet? You know, you're going to really rely on some dude um, um, to have it. So, um, yeah, be prepared. Have that. Have that um, lube. Um, and if you are... Um, um, if you're still having your periods, in other words, if you're premenopause, um, your hormones just make a difference too. So everything might be wonderful and your body just, well, right now um, doesn't cooperate in the same way. It doesn't mean it can't feel good. You know, sometimes everything's perfect. Sometimes eh, eh, still pretty good. Right? <laughs> still pretty mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we don't want to give that. Um, the other big issue that older women report, I mean, like the 75, the 80 year old women, the reason that um, often they don't have um, sex as much well, first of all, there are more older women alive than there are men. So it's harder for them to find partners. Their husbands may have been dead, you know, dying. Mm-hmm. The other thing, so they report lack of interest, inability to climax, or that sex is just not pleasurable. Guess what? Those are the exact same complaints made by the age group of 25 to 34 and of 34 to 45 and of 45. So guess what? Women are not getting their desires met. Okay. So if you're not feeling interested, if you're not finding pleasure, um, before you give it up forever, try different techniques, you know, try different fantasies. Uh, Try something different. Sometimes try a different partner, you know, but um, uh, don't give up. Don't just uh, give up. So um, um, now I'm getting ready for my next big question for you. Uh Uh-oh. We've sort of been talking about older people having sex with other older people, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And on another show, um, we'll maybe talk about all the delights of older and younger couplings. Not really age play, you know, where you pretend people are babies and stuff, but just old couples, (laughs) um, young. um, Think about it. I'm, I'm actually quite a real old lady. So what would you do? And if you're completely straight, you know, imagine just a male, Tandy. Um, what would you do if somebody likes me, like me, gets their flirt on with you? How would that make you feel? 
Well, you know what? The thing is, I I have always been a person. <laughs> well, let me say this first. I know we only have about ten minutes, but first of all, from my call last night, Tandy, and the different things that you said you did as a kid, you are a badass kid. Your mother should be. <laughs> That's, that's My mama me, was a party me. girl. <laughs> okay. And and the second thing is I was a badass kid too. And I was sixteen and seventeen dating guys forty. I I've always been attracted yeah. to older older guys. And now as an older mature woman, of course I'm attracted to older older men and older women. It's not even really about age. It's about the mental stimulation. It's about the swag. It's about the vibe. So yeah, I I see women that may have been 60, 60, um, 60, but they were so cool and so confident. That's so fucking attractive. So yes, I've been hit on. You, you, you know what I'm saying? So I've been hit on. I'm like, okay, so, like, what's up? We've been in bars and we flirted and we might have kissed and, you know, nipped on each other's ear and I might have kind of, like, rubbed the breast. I mean, I'm a freak, too. So it's like, what, what you want? What you want to do right yeah. here, you know, behind here? So I'm just I'm just so fucking sexually open with another open minded person, especially an older woman or man that knows what they want, and that's something I like too. I like directness. If you want something, get it, take it. Don't be I, I don't deal with the shyness. Come here. Yeah, I love it. Me? I love it. Before I ask you, Alexis, I just want to say one thing about it. I also have always preferred older men. You get to a certain age, and guess what? There aren't that many older men left. <laughs> so I'm in a position of I was really worried for a while. It made me anxious um, to be with very young men because I was thinking, wow, are they, I don't know, some sort of fetish. They think I'm their grandma or something like that. And uh, it was hard to get to the point where I just say, so what? You know, they're getting their mm-hmm. need met. I'm getting my need met. If they're freaky some way, not kind of not my problem. But finally, I got to the point that, like you're saying, people like me. They find me sexy primarily because of what I do and say and just inhabit the room, you know, and that's what they're interested in. Maybe later they realize, oh, wow, she is really old. (laughs) But that's okay. Now, Alexis, you're still real young. So are you comfortable by what uh, Secrets and I have been saying, or does that still make you feel all weird and Well, you scared shitless. I am not scared to play because for your information, when I was 18, I went out with a 44-year-old dude just to piss my aunt off because she told me that no older guy would date somebody that young, and I went out with a 44-year-old just to piss her off. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't very happy when I told her. I came home and I was like, oh, I have a date. She was like, oh, great. How old is she? And I was like, 44. And she goes, excuse me. I, I, love that, I love that story, Alexis. And I bet many of us have been in the same spot. But what's so great about being a little older is it doesn't matter what your auntie thinks or anybody else. So when you decide you want to piss somebody off or uh, spice things up, it's for nobody other than you. 
and maybe the partner, you know, that that you care about. And uh, I think I that he was really tall. He had salt and pepper hair. I like he had like a stubble. <laughs> Did I mention the French accent? Uh, <laughs> it's something when he would speak French to me, even though I could understand him. Oh my God, my pussy would get so wet. Um, One day, one day, maybe I will write down about my Russian astrophysicist. I was married to a man who's uh, married to a man who spoke French. But one uh, day you're gonna Russian. Wow, (laughs) Tandy. One day you're gonna have to reveal that the hit list you have. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's gonna have to happen one day. So mm-hmm. anyway, what we've been talking about is, like I said at the beginning, there's no one way to lead your life, um, and not your sexual life, not your whole life. So if you're already past 60, like I am, beautiful. If you're young, you've got all those years, decades, hopefully, in front of you, beautiful, but you don't know how long you have. You know, you don't know how long you have. So choose to live free now. Don't waste time. If things are interesting to you, explore them. Explore them. And uh, that's why I love working with secrets and, and, and with you, Alexis, because this is a place to do that. So um Tell us how, Secrets. <laughs> Tell mm-hmm. us what we can look forward to. Hey, listen, it's just really going to be incredible because just like you said, to me, even from years ago when I thought about sex and sexuality and so many different things, what I've always wanted, desired, and craved was to be able to play in the playground with other people that are like-minded. And we can have the mind folks. We can share our stories. We can talk about different things we anticipate having. Even like right now, thinking about the pandemic and being stuck in the house for three freaking months, I'm anticipating hearing about so many events that you guys are going to. Ah, Tammy's going to Vegas. Tell me all about it. Hey, until we meet up and at a certain type of event, it's like, you know how as a kid at Christmas time, like, ah, oh, Christmas is coming. I'm excited. I'm excited. That's how I'm feeling right now. And anyone who's listening, if you know someone, they're bored out of their mind, they're trying to find out who they are, they're in the closet, they're not living free, this is the place to come be who you are. Be who who you think you want to be. Try some shit you've never tried before, whether it's threesomes, whether you're a woman wanting to taste another woman, whether you want a threesome or some type of fantasy, anything. This is the place where you can live free. So li- listen. I am so super, super excited, and I know that the, our call is over. We only have two more minutes, but let me let me share this. Tammy, the information that you shared tonight, super sex after 60, I'm, I'm rolling. I'm rolling, and I can't <laughs> wait to get there. And when I get there, I'll, 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 it's going to be going down. So I'm probably going to grab me. When I get 60, I'm going to have to grab somebody 40 because, <laughs> because yeah. someone my age is not going to be able to handle it because – we have to live our best life now, 30s, right. 40s, 50s, 60s, until it's over with. And guess what? That is what the box is about. 
the box means come here because there is no box. There is no limit. Live free. Live your best life. Do whatever the hell you want to do without any judgments. Tandy, Alexis, oh, man, every time I get off the phone with you guys, I have to go shower <laughs> and get myself right. So. <laughs> Take a bottle in there with you. Fill it with water and uh, squirt uh, yourself. No, I, think I, I got a cucumber tonight. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm all about the fruits and the vegetables. <laughs> but ladies, I'm over here just excited. Help. And guess what? I think I'm going to go out this weekend and find me a chick that's about 60 and say, hey, what's up? Can you teach me something or you want me to teach you something? And I'm going to let you guys know next week. Who taught who something? I love it. I love it. <laughs> this thank is Secret, you as always Alexis for and inviting me on. <laughs> hey, thank you for your time. We appreciate it. And to everyone listening, remember, we're here. We're about freedom, and we want you to live free. <laughs>